Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shaleen Show. Today, we're talking about holiday traditions. I'm hoping that this will inspire you to create a new one with your family or for yourself. Now, if you are a longtime listener of The Shaleen Show, you've heard us talk about this tradition for years, but I always forget to tell you about it with enough notice so that you can do it too. So thanks to Brock. Brock's prompting. He's like, mom, you should really explain it earlier because it is such a cool thing. It is so rewarding. It feels so fun. It's such a good thing for anyone to do, whether you're single or you're a young mom or your kids are grown and they're coming home for the holidays. Like this is such a cool thing to do. So thank you for listening. Thank you for taking on this challenge. We call it the 10 envelope challenge. It's super simple. It doesn't even cost a dollar and it is profoundly rewarding. Today's show is sponsored by the Amen Clinics. Now, if you experience any kind of just changes in your personality, like you feel more moody and irritable, you've got a lack of focus, or you're forgetful, or maybe it's one of your kids is really struggling in school and you cannot figure it out. They're super hyper or they're lethargic or they just cannot get along in the classroom. And you would love to know what is going on with their brain. I highly recommend that you get to the root cause of the problem, which P.S., if you're going to a general practitioner or even a psychologist, more often than not, they're just going to ask you a bunch of questions and they're never actually going to look at the brain. I highly encourage you, if this is something that's been on your heart to know what's going on with the brain, I suggest you go get a brain scan. The place that I did this at was the Amen Clinic's. And it's how I was able to have my own condition diagnosed, which I thought maybe I was losing my mind. I thought maybe I was having memory loss. I didn't know what was going on, but I learned by having my brain scanned at the Amen Clinics that what I was experiencing was inattentive ADHD. There are many different types of ADHD, and it's difficult to know what type you have. Or maybe you have a child who's on the autism spectrum, or maybe you're wondering if you are. There is nothing more empowering than knowing What's going on with your brain? At the Amen Clinics, you can have your brain scanned and they will help you develop the right treatment plan because not everybody needs to be on medication. I'm telling you, so many people get incredible relief by following their lifestyle programs. Find out how you can change your brain and change your life at the Amen Clinics. Go to amenclinics.com forward slash Shaleen for 10% off an evaluation. Again, the promo code is Shaleen10 and you go to amenclinics.com forward slash Shaleen. By the way, it's a great website. They've got so many cool resources there like quizzes that you can learn more about your brain health and and just really begin to understand what's going on. And if you do decide to get your brain scanned, don't forget to use code Shaleen10 for your 10% off. All right, let's talk holiday traditions. And by the way, I mean, I'm a Christian. We celebrate Christmas But this would work if you're Jewish. This would work no matter what, even if you are agnostic. Kindness feels good universally. I mean, in spite of our individual differences, kindness is something everyone has to give regardless of your means. Just taking a moment to do something nice for someone else, as I mentioned in Monday's episode, can make you feel so much better. It can lift anxiety and depression and to focus on others oftentimes gives us perspective, like the perspective we need to put our own troubles into perspective. Being kind to somebody else, paying it forward, brightening someone's day is about sharing positivity. 
it's, I think, something we've been missing. You know, we often talk about how calm the world got after 9-11 and how everyone was so kind to each other and so patient and so calm and so present. I know it was such a horrific event, but I just will never forget how profoundly connected I felt to strangers after that event. And it's been a long time since we felt that. And if you were alive when that happened or you were old enough to remember it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And this is the kind of thing that's going to make you feel that times 10. It's showing goodwill. It's showing kindness towards another stranger. And it's super simple. And it doesn't have to cost you or your family anything. You just never know what somebody else is dealing with. This isn't about going out and looking for people who need charity. That's not it at all. This is about looking for people who you feel called to be kind towards them, just a stranger. And you might make their whole day. You might even make their whole year. All right, so first I'm going to give you an overview if you're new here and you've never heard about this before. And then I'm going to go into very detailed specifics because I know <laughs> I know you're out there. That person is like, okay, wait, wait, what do I write the letter on? And do I write in my own handwriting or do I type it out? So I'm going to give you all the details. So this started off as a challenge and I know I didn't come up with it myself. I I read about it or heard about somebody who was doing this challenge where you gave letters to strangers. And I don't think I heard about it at during the holidays, but I knew that was something I wanted to do during the Christmas season with our kids. And we started this tradition when y'all, when we were broke. Again, if you're new here, there's a period of time where we weren't just a little bit broke. We were a lot of bit broke. We were almost a half a million dollars in debt. Yet I personally believe it is when you're at your lowest and you still can see your blessings and you can still bless others that more blessings will rain down on you. And that certainly was true for us. So we started this tradition where we hand wrote letters. This is back when the kids like didn't even know how to spell words. They'd tell us what they wanted to write and then we would write out the word and they would copy the words and, and their letters to strangers were maybe just a couple of sentences and then what we did at the time is we decided to write 10 letters. And there was four people in our family. I can't do the math, but like Brett and I wrote most of the letters and the kids wrote a couple letters themselves. And then in the envelopes, we put a cash gift. Now, the amount of that cash gift is completely irrelevant. I'm telling you, we did this when back when we first started. I don't even know how much we put in the envelope. So it's probably like 20 bucks. I don't know. And, and then it was a stretch. Obviously, as... God has continued to bless us. We've been able to bless more and more people by writing more and more letters. Now, what started off as being 10 envelopes, now we try to write 10 per person. Kind of crazy. And you're going to want to do this too at some point, but maybe the first year you just start with 10 envelopes as a family. Now, you can use holiday paper or a Christmas card or a Hanukkah card or just blank notebook page if you'd like. But the key is you want to say something to a stranger that uplifts them, that's inspirational. And it can be something really short and sweet, or it can be, you can tell them a little bit about yourself without identifying who you are. Because part of this, part of what makes this so special is the anonymity. You know, we don't want to be identified. We want somebody to realize that a complete stranger noticed them, was called to their energy, and wanted to do something kind for them. So we write out these notes. Again, they can be a couple sentences. I will read you a couple of mine in just a moment, but you have everybody hand write the letters. And 
that in and of itself can be a feat. Whether you've got teenagers or young kids, they're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, but then eventually they all get into it. And it's really meaningful and they can write anything they want. They can write it to a specific person that they want to go out and find. Like maybe they want to find a single mom or maybe they want to find a a grandma and grandpa or maybe they want to find someone who looks like they are lonely, alone, and cold. You know, maybe it's someone who's lost their home. I don't know. But for, for us, we just write them out to strangers and we don't always know who we're going to run into or why it is we'll feel called to give them this letter other than the fact that we want to brighten their day. We want them to feel inspired. We want them to feel like they're getting a hug from a stranger. I'm sure that's politically incorrect. I'm sure we're not supposed to be hugging people. I get it. So I'm not encouraging you this year. Hopefully at some point we'll be able to hug strangers again. But maybe this year you're just going to hand them the letter. So you write out the letters and then you put them in an envelope. It's up to you whether you want to put a cash gift in there or a Starbucks card or nothing. Because I'm going to tell you right now, people are so touched The moment you say, hello, Merry Christmas, or Happy Holidays, and you extend an envelope to them and just say, this is just a little gift for you, and then just walk away. It's awkward at first. I'm not going to lie. It's a little awkward. I get nervous. I'm someone who never gets nervous, and I get nervous every single time I do it. But it's so cool the way people respond before they even open the envelope. They don't know if there's like, I don't know a gift certificate in there or a coupon or who knows what, like a letter from a crazy person. They don't even know. But there's something so humanly touching about the eye contact and looking at a stranger and saying, this is a gift for you. Merry Christmas. This was meant for you. That's usually what I'll say. I'll say, this was meant for you. Merry Christmas. And I'll hand it to them. And they'll usually like freeze in their tracks and just stare and go, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you so much. And they don't even know what's in the letter. I'm telling you, it really has very little to do what's inside the envelope. It's the act of kindness that touches people's hearts. And we make our kids do this too. And we just say, just find someone. We don't give them any parameters. This is not about someone who looks like they're in need. Because I know many of you, when we've talked about this in the past, you're like, well, gosh, that's probably really awkward to be handed this envelope with money in it and then the person what if they're really well off or what if they just assume that you've made this snap judgment about their circumstances i understand and that's a really good point and for me anyways i address that in my letter so let me read you one of my first letters okay so here's one it says and by the way i'm going to post these up to my instagram stories today so if you're listening i'll post it up on my instagram stories and I'll also post it up to my instagram feed so you can see it there and If you click on the show notes, we will have it up on the website. I'll have screenshots of three letter examples that I've written this year. Okay, so here's the first one. Dear beautiful stranger, just a quick note to remind you that you're doing the most important thing a woman could do, and that is raising little humans. I know that it can be a bit overwhelming this time of year, so I wanted to remind you that you're doing an incredible job. You got this. Now, I don't know if it's you or someone you know who could use this gift, but I'm positive I was supposed to hand it to you. I hope you feel loved and encouraged. You have so many blessings all around you. Merry Christmas from a mom. Here's the next one. Dear stranger, this was meant for you. I just want to remind you that you matter and you are loved. Now, I don't know if it's you who could use this gift, or maybe God knows that there's someone special connected to you who could use it, but I know it's in the right hands now. 
I hope this letter brings a big smile to your face. I'm handing out 10 of these, and there was something special about you that caught my attention. This is going to be an amazing year for you. Merry Christmas. God bless. And here's the third one. Dear beautiful stranger, happy holidays. Our paths were meant to cross today. I'm sure of it. This time of year can get crazy and busy and perhaps overwhelming for some people, but I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the reason for the season is all around you. You're doing great things, and I know you have many more blessings coming your way. I can just feel it. Now, I don't know if it's you or perhaps someone you know who could use this gift, but I'm sure that I was supposed to hand it to you. You are loved. Merry Christmas. So those are three examples. I personally do think it's kind of important to say something along the lines of like, I don't know if it's you who could use this or someone else because I truly don't look at someone and go, oh, they really look like they're in need. But, you know, you're handing the envelope to somebody. So you are judging. You know what I mean? Like, or you're going by a feeling or intuition, whatever you want to call it. Now, your next question might be, where do you go to take your envelopes? That's up to you. Now, we typically do ours over one or two nights. It's surprising. It takes longer than you might think to do this, unless you want to just be random, right? Like, so there's been times where we just rolled up at a memory care center and just walked in and said, here's five envelopes. Can you hand these out to the first five staff members you see? It's kind of random. We've had to do that, especially during COVID when we couldn't get into facilities, but we could just get to the front desk. But more often than not, we like to go to places and just, I don't know, you know how it is. You just see someone who you can tell that they're pouring their heart into their job. We tend to try to find people who are either working or for me personally, I love seeing moms who seem like overwhelmed with all three kids and you can tell that they're like trying to do some shopping on the sly. And I just remember how hard it was at that age, at that stage and how, you know, just buying the perfect gift for your kid felt like so magical. And so I always have a soft spot for moms, especially military moms or moms who I can tell are trying to make ends meet on their own. And maybe dads, you don't know if dad's out of the picture or not, but like, I just love giving my envelopes to moms. And I love giving my envelopes to people who are working hard late at night. So we love doing this late at night. Like we'll go to a Denny's at 11 o'clock at night and the whole family will sit down and we'll order coffees. And then We're just like, okay, whoever comes to our table to wait on us, like this is the holiday seasons. This is someone working at a diner, the night shift. This is someone who's trying to make ends meet. This is somebody who's probably got kids and is hardworking and is waiting on other people. Let's make their day. And so we'll order our coffees. And then when we leave, we'll give them the envelope. We've also gone to hospitals. Sometimes you're really lucky and you can explain to the person at the front what you're doing. And they're like, oh, that's so lovely. Like last year, we had the coolest experience ever. We went to the hospital. It was during COVID and they wouldn't let us in. But the gentleman who was volunteering at the front was a former police chief. Can't remember from what city, but he was like a a much older man. But like you could just tell this man ran the show. So I pulled him aside and I said, you know, I know the policies and everything, but We were wearing masks, obviously, but I told him what we wanted to do. And I said, we would love to go up into your ICU unit or into the NIC unit or into the cancer ward and just do something special for the nurses here. And he was like, come with me. And he like knew exactly who he wanted. He kind of led the witness, if you will. And he kind of like led us to certain people that he wanted us to give the envelopes to. That was so cool. Like, I know we were meant to meet him. 
And you're going to have tears in your eyes the entire time that you're doing this. It is so meaningful. And the coolest part about it, I just keep saying this, is that people don't know what's in the envelope. We're not walking up and saying like, hello, we've got hordes of cash that we want to hand out. We just say we have these letters that we've written to strangers. They have a small gift inside and we wanted to hand them out to your hardworking staff. So we've gone to firehouses. We've gone to animal hospitals. I mean, like, think about the people who work on Christmas Eve. I love doing it on Christmas Eve, P.S. But it is nice to do it beforehand if you can. But doing it on Christmas Eve is so special. Like, if you can roll up to an animal hospital and the people that are working there, think about it. If you're going to an animal hospital on Christmas Eve, you're probably going because your dog or cat isn't going to make it. Like, it's horrible. Just horrible, right? And those people are there comforting the people that are bringing their a family member in, a fur baby, to the animal clinic. I'm, I'm going to get, like, emotional. But, like, those people are so special. These nurses are so special. You know, to think about, gosh, the sacrifices that so many healthcare workers make for us, especially during the holidays. But here's my recommendation because we've done it the wrong way in the past. In the past when we just, like, put all of our envelopes together and we're like, all right, let's drive around and find some people. Like that never went well. Now we have a plan and we, you know, write down the addresses of where we want to go. And you need more addresses than you think, because you're going to show up, especially with COVID going on still, you're going to show up someplace and they're going to be like, you know, there's going to be someone in a bad mood at the front door and they're like, no, and turn you away. Or you're going to roll up on Walmart and you walk in and you recognize like 10 people. You know what I mean? So you're like, okay, this won't work because it's really cool to be anonymous about it. You know, but again, where you go is up to you. Maybe you want to go to a military base. Maybe you want to go to a hospital. Maybe you just want to go to the mall. Maybe you just want to walk around in a very populated area. Maybe you want to go to a woman's shelter. So any place where there's probably privacy in place, you want to call in advance. That would be my recommendation. That's number one. Number two is write down more addresses and locations than you think you will need. And then number three is allow a lot more time for this than you think, because I don't know if it's going to be the same way for your family as it is for mine, but like even my kids now, <laughs> they're grown adults and they still kind of like chicken out. Oh, but you guys, it's so fun to do this. I just can't even tell you how fun this is to do. So we really have a good time doing this. The whole family, especially when we're going into like a Target or a Walmart to like surprise a mom or surprise a family or whatever, the whole family will go and we'll be like, all right, Brock. It's your turn to hand out the envelope. And then Brock will go. He'll be like, okay, I found a family or I found a mom or I found a person, whatever. And then we're all like, okay, where? And he'll be like, over in shoes. And then so we'll just like pretend like we're casually shopping over there and like not with him and ignore him so that we can see the person's reaction because that's, that's like the funnest part is to see the person's reaction. And so he'll, you know, walk up and hand them the envelope and then like walk away and then you know, one of us will be positioned there so we can kind of like see how the person responds. And sometimes they just put in their purse and walk away, you know, and it is what it is. But sometimes they like, you know, especially if they're with someone, they're like, what was that? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. Well, open it. Okay. And then they open it. And then the best is when someone opens it and they just start crying before they even see that there's cash in it. Like just crying by reading that they got a nice letter from a stranger. It's so cool. It's so awesome. And there have been times where the person will then like just book it and like go try to find whoever just handed them the envelope. <laughs> One of these times we're going to get arrested for shoplifting or something because we look so suspicious while we're doing this. <laughs> we look like we're casing the joint. So 
you know, probably don't wear all black and like a black hoodie and look like a suspect or a bank robber or someone who's casing the joint, you know, and when in doubt, talk to the manager of the store in advance and say like, hey, here's what we're going to be doing. We're handing out these surprise secret Santa letters to strangers. And so my family, we're going to be walking around the store. You might want to do that. Like you just better safe than sorry, right? But anyway, so we hand it to the person and then there's been times where the person is like, where'd that person go? And then they'll like start running through the Target or Walmart or wherever, trying to find the person that handed them the card. That's happened a couple of times. And every time it does, it's always for a really remarkable reason. Like this one time, I'm going to forget the story exactly. And I've told it before on the podcast. I can't remember exactly, but there was just this couple and they didn't have kids with them. I don't think they had kids with them. No. I don't know. There was just something about them. They were just so sweet. And I could tell they were a newly or a young couple. And I handed them my envelope and they caught me before I could leave the store. And they're like, how did you know? How did you know? And I'm like, no, just Merry Christmas. You know, it's okay. It's fine. It's Merry Christmas. And they're like, they both started crying and they're like, we flew in here because I can't remember what was the wife or the husband's nephew who was a really, really young child, like I think under the age of four, was had been diagnosed with cancer and it didn't look like the child was going to make it through the holidays. And they had flown in to be with his sibling and to be with their nephew and their sibling, this child's parent. The parents of this child were in a horrible way financially and they were just so touched. They're like, you can't even imagine how much this is going to help them. So there's example of someone who was meant to receive the gift because they knew who needed it. It's just the coolest thing. So here's what I would love for you to do, whether you do this on pieces of paper. So mine, you'll see, I I put them on note cards, like just stationary with a gold trim. I don't date them. I don't put my name on them or anything. I just put dear stranger and then just, you know, Merry Christmas or God bless at the end and put them in an envelope and you can decorate them or if you want, the kids can decorate them or doodle on them, whatever. But if you're going to do this, I'm asking you a favor. I'm asking you to promise me that you'll post about it on social media, not for the accolades, not so that people are like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. That's not why we do this. It's not why I've even created this podcast about it. The reason why I'm creating this podcast is because it's contagious. Charity, kindness is contagious. And it's a reminder to people that it doesn't cost a dollar to touch someone's heart and to Give them pause to help them remember that strangers can be kind to each other, that we need to be kind to each other, that we need to be present, that we need to count our blessings, that we need to take care of each other. So if you do this, put it up on your Instagram stories or share a video of your family or maybe it's screenshots of your letters or or just detail what you're doing. Maybe you've got a podcast. Talk about it on your podcast or talk about it on your Facebook. We're calling this the 10 Envelope Challenge. So if you're using a hashtag, use hashtag the number 10 envelope challenge, 10 envelope challenge. And I would love for you to hand out more than 10 envelopes, but just start with 10 if this is your first year. Yes, it can feel a little awkward. It can be challenging. It can be especially challenging for your kids, but it's important. It's really important to show kindness to strangers. And I can't think of a more rewarding holiday tradition that we have shared as a family. It's one of our favorite things to do. We love it. And I hope you love it as much as we do. Again, you can see samples of my letters, the 10 envelope challenge by looking at my social media on Instagram. I'll have it up on Facebook too. And of course, you can go to our website, 
shaleen.com. Actually, we'll have a link right in the show notes. It'll take you right to your examples of the letters. And hey, listen, if you're in the pod squad, I definitely want to see your letters pod squad. I love it. I keep running into pod squatters. But listen, pod squad, when you see me, like I was in the airport today and someone, she ran by me, she was like, Shaleen, pod squad. And I didn't know what she said. And I said to Brett, I'm like, what'd she say? I thought she said housewives. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, because I didn't know what she said. And he goes, she said pod squad. I'm like, she just like ran past me and said pod squad. Why didn't she grab me? You know, when you take a photo, if we see each other out and you don't stop me, then how are we going to post a photo to the pod squad to say that we're hanging out? You see what I'm saying? So grab me and say, we need to take a photo for the pod squad. If you're not in the pod squad and you want to be in it, there's always a link in our show notes. It's just a private Facebook group. And in order to get in the group, you have to be able to tell us what your favorite most recent episode is. And you have to know how to say my name. A lot of people get it wrong. And even if you get it wrong, we're still going to let you in. But just as a reminder, because I still run to people who I've known for like 10 years. And even though I've corrected them on how to say my name, they still say my name wrong. And they're like, oh, it's my accent. I'm like, it's not an accent. (laughs) You're just from another state. It's Shalene. It rhymes with Celine. And the first couple syllables, sha, like shut the door. Shalene. Anyways. You'll be answering a few questions. We'll let you in the pod squad. It's just a free Facebook group. What else are I going to tell you? Oh, tomorrow is my court appearance on Thursday. So be sure to tune in to Friday's episode because I'll tell you all about that. <laughs> Say a prayer for me. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you on Friday, which should be a good one, a juicy one. I'll tell you all about the court hearing. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and following along. The Shalene Show is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. The Shalene Show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For Tuesdays and Thursdays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shalene's other podcast, Build Your Tribe, which she co-hosts with her son, Brock Johnson. It's all about business, social media, and marketing, and devoted to helping you make more money and live more life. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.